Happy 2020, everybody. Thank you so much for tuning in. It's Jamie J, your host here with the Jamie J Podcast. And I've got a really special guest here today that's going to help us onto our healthy journey for 2020. Let's go for it. All right, we have Stephanie Haynes with Reflections Natural Health in the studio today. Stephanie, welcome, and thank you so much for being a guest on the podcast. Hello, and thank you, and Happy New Year. So I understand a little bit about what you do. You have a natural health practice, and you do something called iridology. Can you tell us a little bit about what that is? Well, iridology is one that uh, not everybody knows about, so sometimes it's a little more hard to explain or try to keep it as simple as possible. Basically, what it is is a non-invasive assessment tool that helps you define uh, your genetic predispositions and your current health conditions. Okay, so when you say assessment tool, I'm thinking you're hooking me up to some machine and doing all that. Can you give us a little bit more detail or can you give the listeners a little bit more detail about what's involved with it? It's very non-evasive. Um, basically, what we use is a digital camera that I hold up to your eye that I can expand and bring up very close into micro images so that I can see markings and colors in your eyes. So those markings that when I see and I look at I look at my eye and I know how, say when we go to the airport and I look into the machine there when I'm coming back into Canada or whatnot, it recognizes those patterns. Is that kind of the same thing or is it something different? It's very same. There's a, a part of the iris called the collarette that is what is used to determine identity in, in eye images when you go through the airport. Okay, so but do I have to be a certain age? Like I know that as I grow, my body changes, all that sort of stuff. How is that different with the eye? Like, does that not change? It does not, actually. You are born with exactly what you have. Every marking, every structure, every color, although can change throughout your your life by the way you live your life, those deep markings never change. And that is why we can determine your genetic predispositions. Fascinating. Now you talk about genetic predispositions. Um, I'm just a lay person here. I'm by no means in the medical field or anything like that. What does that mean when you say genetic predispositions? Well, everything that you are comes from your mother, your father, and generations before that. And every life experience, every health issue is encoded in your DNA. So you can inherit some of those weaknesses and strengths. And our job is to identify what those are and help you discover what you can do to prevent any of those issues from happening. Gotcha. I'm going to ask you a little bit more about some of those strengths, weaknesses, and all that, but I've never heard of iridology before. Is this something new? Like, what can you tell me about it? No, and European iridology has been around for 3,000 years. In Ayurvedic iridology has been around for even more than that, over 6,000 years. It used to at one time be practiced in the medical industry years and years ago, but that has phased out um, due to many, many concerns and issues. Um, it's always been, and it's, it's, it has, it's not dead, but we are reviving it again to bring it back into healthcare. So. Okay. So you talk about some of those changes and some of those things that have happened. What are some of those? Can you share that with us today? For changes in the medical field? Well, 
we can only say so much without getting into too much trouble. But as we know, the, the medical associations and the pharmaceuticals have a big role in to determine how we manage our healthcare. And some things that, like iridology, sometimes people maybe feel threatened by it because they don't know what it is. So we come in and we try to work with as many um, modalities to help it bring bring it back so that people are aware of it. Interesting. Now, for yourself as, as a practitioner, how long have you been practicing iridology and how long have you been in the natural health field? I've been in the industry for, I'm aging myself now, about 30 plus years maybe, and iridology at least almost 20 years now. And I continue to grow and evolve with it enough so that I am reaching out, branching out to teach it now. Oh, that's really exciting. So what you're going to be able to do is to help other people gain the skills that you have to be able to go on and, and you know, maybe bring some more of that recognition to iridology. Is that correct? Yes. Um, and you don't have to be professional to use it. You can use it in your day-to-day life for yourself, for your family. Depending how far advanced you want to go with that, you can be any practitioner out there and incorporate iridology to advance your, your already practice. Interesting. Now, you had mentioned Ayurvedic. It was, you know, been around for thousands and thousands of years before. Is this something that's a similar practice throughout the entire world? Is it, you know, would I, if if I went to someone here, say on the North America side, versus maybe seeing someone in the UK or something, is it going to be a similar practice? Is it different? Are they even aware of it over there? It is global. There is a root base that everybody follows. What has happened over the years is there's been no mandates. So people have held on to 50, 100-year-old practices that are no longer valid in today's world. So we are mandating, you know... um, educational skills and modalities that are current with today's world. Okay. So you talk about we, could you share a little bit more? Is it just yourself? Is there organization? What can you tell us about that when you reference we? Well, we meaning iridology organizations. Now there's not a lot out there. There's uh, one in Europe, two in the States, and maybe one in overseas in South Asia. But We are trying to work together to mandate worldwide so that everybody who practices iridology is on the same page and that there's no confusion from just everyday people who are looking for healthcare. Awesome. And it makes sense that you're trying to bring it up to that one standard to use some of the current practices. Again, referencing the we, you mentioned the, um, you said there's an organization in the UK, the, the two organizations here. How do you work with them? Like, what is your position? What is your role in working with these organizations to ensure that standard? To be a part of the organizations in um, the iridology world, there's the, the guilds in Europe, and they have mandates to belong to that organization. There is the College International College of Iridology, which is in the States. Again, um, that's another realm of uh, credentials that you have to obtain to belong to that organization. Another organization that I belong to, have been belonging to for 15 years or more, is the International Iridology Practitioner Association that I'm now also on the board of. And so we're working to, together to make sure that everybody's out there who's practicing is up to date with their education and their credentials and that everybody's on the same page and there's no confusion in the iridology world 
and or just in anybody searching for alternative health measures. Gotcha. So you mentioned that one organization, I think you said it was IPA, I think it was. Are you involved in any way, shape or form with any of those other organizations? What did you say? There was the Guild and the International College of Iridology. How, if at all, are you involved with them? Well, I'm a member of the Guild um, in Europe and uh, hoping next year or a couple of years from now that we'll be a part of their symposium so I can interact with doctors and iridologists and other modalities overseas. Um, the International College of Iridology is out of um, the U.S. Uh, they practice holistic iridology, and I'm a member of that as well, too. And that is um, uh, an amazing organization that takes it to a whole different level. And the International Iridology Practitioner Association, um, I'm a member and a sitting board member on that organization. And together we are working towards strengthening iridology and getting it out there globally um, and into the medical community. Well, so when you say that, and I hear that you're a member in all three of those organizations, that's a fairly substantial commitment of your dedication towards iridology and your time. How do you find the time to fit it all in? It's my passion. It's what I do. It's what I believe in. And there's really no other alternative but to immerse myself in it so that I can make some changes in people's lives and awareness. Wow. Incredible. Now, coming back to the genetic predispositions. Again, it sounds like a lot of very fancy medical talk and stuff for me. But let me ask, when you see some of those genetic predispositions, and I'm assuming that's what it is, you maybe see that based on some of those those patterns, maybe that you mentioned the colorette. How do you take that and help me to overcome or work with some of those existing genetic predispositions that I'm born with? Well, first of all, that which we're born with, um, we usually have family members or people that we are close to that are experiencing a lot of those issues. And sometimes they're scary and sometimes they're not. But I can say that most people, as they get older, um, really don't want to experience the things that they've seen or experienced with their family and loved ones. And when I point out that they have inherited those predispositions, doesn't mean that they have to have those conditions or those experiences. But these are the things that we can do to prevent those things from happening. You said a really interesting word there, prevent. Now, again, forgive me, I'm not a medical doctor. I don't have a lot of that medical background. But if I'm born with something, how can I take those steps specifically to change my situation? And can I change my situation? Well, we can all change our situation. It's whether uh, we choose to or not. It really begins with mindsets. Um, we don't we can't just necessarily take a physical approach. Here's a vitamin, here's a pill, you know, change that diet and it's all going to be better. It is mindset. It is body, mind, emotional, spirit, how we think, how we feel, um, what we eat, what we do, how we live our life that impacts our whole health. So we have to approach it from a holistic perspective. Now, that's really interesting because now you're starting to get into my world. I hear you say that word mindset, and I really start to think about my world in what I do, how I work with people, how I really help them develop that bulletproof mindset. When you mention mindset, what particular mindset could be a really great one for me to overcome or at least work with some of those genetic predispositions? Stress. 
Stress is the number one. So you're saying I got to have more stress in my life? Less stress. Okay. <laughs> it's, it's, we, we can't get away from stress, but we have to, um, understand how to manage stress. Um, it's those that the little stresses, good and bad. Um, we all have them and most of us can get through, um, and cope with them. Long-term stresses are things that we hang on to, um, past experiences, um, traumas, um, uh, just, you know, fears that create our little stories in our head that prevents good health. Wow. That's something there. I mean, I've heard so many stories and, and, and again, not the medical guy here, but I've heard stories about how stress can bring on certain things by living in that stressful environment. I can actually create some dis-ease or disease in my body. I can actually manifest that by living in that constant state. I also understand a little bit about the body systems. And when I'm living in that stressful state, I'm creating a certain environment within my body with my pH, with all that. When you help me to remove that stress, and I'm assuming that there's maybe a process that you use and maybe along the lines of taking some additional supplements or whatnot, how do you really understand and determine what's best for me with my genetic predispositions? Well, first of all, we have to understand what's happening in the body currently, um, understanding your genetic predispositions for um, ill health. So we go in and we have to support the system, cleanse the system of any toxins, support it with nutrients, um, change maybe some eating habits, uh, lifestyle. If you sit around in an office all day, we have to get your body moving. At the same time, um, if that person's open to it, um, we'll discuss some, you know, maybe some current stressors in their life that maybe we can help guide um, to help manage it, whether it's through yoga, a massage, just even taking time out for themselves. Excellent. And it seems like a really fitting time now, especially being at the top of the year. Here we are right on, you know, January 1st of 2020. It seems like a really great time to be able to start to take a proactive approach in our health. So let me ask, with that in mind, how do I work with you? How do I get a hold of you? What can you do or share with our listeners that gives them that ability to be able to reach out to you? Um, what's really great is that I do a lot of things online. So you can get a hold of me through email or phone and we can discuss what steps are needed for you to send me eye pictures. I will send you forms to fill out. Um, we can discuss things over the phone. I will then, um, do my assessments and then connect with you and we will go over everything very thoroughly. Um, I'm open to hearing questions and asking questions so that we can get the best program for you possible. Excellent. So speaking of that, you mentioned some methods to contact you, phone, email, uh, website and all that. Even if I've just got some questions or if I'm more curious about, you know, getting more information, if, if this could really be a benefit, how do I reach out? Um, you can reach me at Stephanie, S-T-E-F-F-A-N-Y, at Reflections, R-E-F-L-E-C-T-I-E-N-S, dot com. Or you can call me at 250-802-1862. Or you can get a hold of me on my website, www.reflections.com. 
Excellent. That's really, really great. So even if I have a question, even if I'm not quite ready to use your services, would it be okay for myself or our listeners to reach out to you and, and, and bring those questions forward? Oh, absolutely. That's, that's always the first step. And I get a lot of calls with um, inquiries and understanding what that is, what it means for them and what we can do moving forward. Well, that's really incredible. Now, is there any other way? Say I wanted to come see you in person. Say I was in your area. Do you also see people to, you know, if I wanted to come and get that service with you, is that also something that you provide in person? Absolutely. I have a home-based office and I see clients in, in my office, so that's not a problem at all. Excellent. And one last question. You also mentioned that you were creating a training program that you were working on being able to train that. If I wanted to learn more about it, if I wanted to perhaps become a practitioner myself, how would I go about getting that information from you? Well, you can either contact me um, through phone or email, or you can go on our website. There's a, a link there that you can add your email to be part of our mailing list to keep up to date with course curriculum and, and um, course dates and stuff like that. Incredible. Stephanie, I really want to thank you again for being on the show. It's great. I'm so glad that you're able to share this information with our listeners. Now is the time. It's the beginning of the year. We're at the absolute top of the year. It only makes sense. It's only logical to take your health into consideration first. Hey, let's find out what's going on so that you know exactly the steps to take to take charge of your health. Stephanie, again, thank you so much for being here. It has been an absolute pleasure. Thank you very much. All right. With all that said, I will let you be, again, sending you some great big love for an incredible 2020. There's never been a better way to start than with taking your health first. Go and do, and I can't wait to catch up with you real soon.